Welcome back to another edition of the Educational AD Podcast. We couldn't do this without the incredible support of our sponsors, and we want to start by saying thank you to all of them. First, to our diamond sponsor, Varsity Brands, including BSN, Varsity Spirit, and Herf Jones. Varsity Brands, elevating student experiences in sport, spirit, and achievement. We also want to thank our platinum sponsors, Ephesus Lighting, innovating a brighter future at every level. Gilman Gear, always a step ahead. Camp Mobile, where leaders communicate better. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And Vital Signs, bring student achievements to life. Thank you to all of our great sponsors. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the Educational AD and another edition of the FIAAA Insider. Today, our guest is John Scromolo. John's a certified athletic administrator, and he is the uh, newly appointed district AD for Clay County Schools. John, welcome to the program. Hey, Jake. I appreciate it and uh, happy to be here today. Okay. Well, as you know, it's a busy time for ADs, and uh, the life of an AD uh, seems to never stop. So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we always like to start out uh, by having our guests share just a little bit about themselves. So uh, tell us you know, where you grew up, where you went to school, where you went to college, and, and then we'll tackle your, uh, your career uh, later, later in the show. Yeah, for sure. So uh, first, once again, Jake, thanks for having me today. Super excited to, to share my experience with everybody. Um, so my name is John Scromolo. Uh, I was actually born in Virginia Beach and moved to Florida when I was five and uh, uh, from Clay County. So it's really exciting to now be the county athletic director in the county that I grew up in. Um, so that's that's super exciting. Uh, I went to Clay High School in Green Cove Springs. I'm a baseball guy by trade, played at Clay High School for four years. Um, I was blessed to get, get one offer out of high school to uh, play at Flagler College in St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, played baseball there for four years. Um, had an awesome career. It was just not, not just on the baseball field, but in the classroom as well. Um, really made the most of my student athlete experience. Uh, made some great connections and relationships there at Flagler. I was a part of the transition from NAIA to Division II into the Peach Belt Conference. Um, just a little nugget, uh, really proud. My, my senior year of, of college, I was selected as the NCAA Division II Sportsmanship Athlete of the Year, um, which is an award that, that I really um, hold true to my heart. And uh, I was lucky enough, after I graduated my senior year with my degree in business administration, I was drafted by the Los Angeles Dodgers in the 37th round of the first year player draft and uh, was able to play two years of professional baseball. And uh, when that dream kind of ended, I started my career trying to become an AD. I uh, taught for three years at um, Ridgeview High School in Orange Park and um, taught business education and TV production. Uh, all the while kind of shadowing athletic directors and, and really trying to hone my craft for the, 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 the chance that I would eventually become an AD. And, um, and once I became the AD after three years of teaching, did that for three years at Ridgeview, 
Uh, really proud of everything that that we accomplished there. Back to back FHSAA Freddie Roselle Sportsmanship Award winners. Um, uh, multiple teams, you know, playing in the regions and and at the state level. And uh, but more than that, just was really excited about the culture that we created of, of having a really good student athlete experience. And and that's something that you're going to hear me talk about a lot um, as an AD. Well, again, you and I have gotten to know each other a little bit this past year. Um, and I know that, you know, you mentioned the theme of, of sportsmanship, and, and we're going to go into that later on. But um, growing up, going to school, um, who were some of your mentors? Uh, who were some of the individuals that really had an impact on you that now their leadership, their mentorship is showing in the work that you do with student athletes and coaches? Yeah, so there's three people, I think, that, that resonate with me throughout my career. Two of them are athletic directors, and one of them is a coach. I would say first, my high school athletic director, Kevin Stafey, who's now the uh, assistant principal at Ridgeview High School. He just had an impact on my life uh, walking around campus. He always asked how I was doing, uh, wanted to know my dreams and aspirations as a baseball player and as a person, and uh, really made my student-athlete experience great. The second guy would be Judd Damon, who's the current athletic director at Flagler. Uh, kind of a cool short little story. So my sophomore year of college, I was in the weight room. Uh, I, I'm a very OCD kind of guy, very scheduled. Everything's always the same in my life. That's how I like it. And um, I was working out at Flagler, and uh, it was his first year as the AD. And, and I knew, you know, knew after he was announced who he was, so I walked up to him and uh, said, hey, Mr. Damon, my name's John Scromolo. Nice to meet you. Welcome to Flagler. And and uh, he goes, you know, hey, have a nice day. So I ended up seeing him reoccurring on reoccurring days at the same time. And, you know, finally he said, hey, you know, can you spot me? I need a spot. He's a big, he big into bench press and that kind of stuff. So went over and spotted him. And next thing you know, he, he asked me, he said, John, are you in here at these same times? This is my lunch, my, my scheduled lunch break. And I said, yeah, I am. So we ended up working out for the next three years together, uh, student athlete and athletic director. And what a friendship we made and a partnership. And to this day, I still lean on him for advice. And um, he is the epitome of creating student athlete experience. And a lot of the stuff I learned from Flagler, I, I then implemented uh, at Ridgeview. And then now we're going to implement into our county, uh, really making sure that our kids have the best, you know, four years. And if you count the two years of junior high, the best six years of, of education through athletics they can possibly have. And the last guy is um, a guy by the name of John Shoemaker. He, um, people say with the Los Angeles Dodgers, there's two things that are always in common, Tommy Lasorda and John Shoemaker. He's been with the Dodgers for 45 years. And um, they recently named him a couple of years ago as the captain of player development. He's always been a minor league coach. Um, before I was drafted, I actually met Shu in Jacksonville. I was the bat boy in high school for the Jacksonville Suns. And he really took me under his wing. Uh, I felt like one of the players only being 16 years old after I would do all my bat boy duties. Um, he'd throw me in BP groups and I'd be out there taking ground balls with, with these, you know, high, high level prospects, uh, guys like Clayton Kershaw and, 
and AJ Ellis and some of these guys that are now just superstars came through Jacksonville. And I really got to experience, you know, being with those guys, but more than that, you know, shoe shoe indirectly taught me how to be a leader. Um, there there's things that he did on a daily basis with his baseball program that I've implemented now into my life and in, in my former baseball team at Ridgeview and in just all the things that I do. So those three leaders all had a tremendous impact on my life. Mm. That's, it's great to hear. Uh, again, you know, I've been doing this a little bit longer than you, but, uh, you know, seeing uh, guys that I've coached uh, that are now teachers and coaches, and in a couple cases, uh, ADs, um, they'll, you know, say the same phrase or use that same coaching cue. Uh, just so rewarding. It's great to see that you're carrying that on. Um, you know, you've kind of been on a, uh, a fast track, you know, teacher to coach to AD to district AD. Um, and so this might be a little trickier question. What sort of changes have you seen in the role of the school-based athletic administrator since you have started? You know, maybe your first job as a teacher coach and that athletic director to, you know, your recent job as, as AD at Ridgeview and now as district AD. How's the job changed uh, from when you first started? Well, you know, one of the things that's exciting about this question is the fact that I kind of knew back in high school that when I wasn't when I wasn't like when my baseball dream ended, I wanted to be an athletic director. So I very intentionally watch people uh, in, in a way that, you know, Hey, how does this program work? I ask a lot of questions. And I, I think that to your point of, of how the role has changed, even though I've only been a high school based AD for three years, I can still speak to how I've seen the role change over the past 12 years, so to speak, just, just from observing ADs. And this is the way that I explain it to people and our county athletic directors is this. If you think of TV, like if you think of uh, a news anchor, back in the 80s, the news anchor was only the talent. They weren't the cameraman. They didn't do the editing. They oftentimes didn't even go get the story. They were just the on-air talent. Well, now in TV, these people that are, that are uh, you know, the anchor, they're, all, they're called a multimedia journalist. And what they do is they record the story, they edit the story, they publish the story, and then at six o'clock, they're the ones on the news presenting the story. That is how athletic directors have become. You, you know, it used to be you were in charge of, of money for, for gates and in charge of scheduling and in charge of mowing the grass. But now, as an athletic director, you're in charge of social media, you're in charge of promotions, you're in charge of community relations, you're in charge of sponsorships, and mowing the grass money and all those other things, right? So, so I, think, um, I think the tangible skill needed to be an AD is a lot different. Um, you want people that are well-spoken, that are great communicators, um, that have vision and passion. I think that's vital. I think, I think you have to have a vision for what you want your department to be. Um, without that vision, you're simply spinning your wheels. You're kind of just keeping your head above water. And, and that's one of the things that I learned in my, in my couple of years of being in a high school AD is, you know, you can have these dreams, but without action, they're just dreams. So, so it's real important to lay that out tangibly of what you want to do, what the obstacles are going to be and how you're going to overcome those obstacles to, to make your, your campus experience the best it can be. Oh, yeah, no question that the, you know, technology has certainly been a, a huge part. It's funny you talk about mowing the grass. My first job as a head football coach uh, athletic director 
uh, I not only was mowing the football field with the tractor, but laying out the aluminum uh, sprinkler pipes. Uh, so things have changed just a little bit. Um, you talk about vision. And I know for you um, that marketing and branding uh, are really an important part of your school. We don't have time to go into your, your whole presentation, which is wonderful, but just real quickly, what are some things that an AD could do uh, that you've done with success uh, in the area of marketing and branding? Maybe you know your two best easy fixes. Yeah, so I, I mean, really, I could give you a three-pronged approach, and it's 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 in the it's in the presentation, which I would highly advise people just to check out for some some creative ideas. But the three things with marketing and branding, I would say, are revenue, relationships, and recognition. So revenue, uh, you can leverage all of your of your uh, social media to actually make money for your department. Um, relationships, believe it or not, in the world that we live in, we're so technologically based now, that's how we communicate with people, especially our biggest stakeholders, which is our student athletes. So, um, you know, building those relationships through social media, that's okay. It's, 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 it's how things are working nowadays. And then finally, recognition. Um, it's very important to make sure that not only, and this is where my roles change as a county AD, you know, not only recognizing the kids, but recognizing the coaches, you know, giving them an attaboy. Uh, right now, I'm currently in the master's program through the University of Missouri. Um, it's a master's of education in positive coaching and athletic leadership. And, and one of my psychology classes we were talking about is catching people doing things right. As coaches, we always tend to, uh, you know, we, we want to make people better. So we say, okay, you're doing this wrong. This is how you would correct it. When's the last time as a coach or an AD, you, you've given someone an attaboy for doing something right? And, and that really reinforces uh, building that, that positive environment that we're looking for. That's some, that's some really great stuff. Um, there's an old saying that, uh, you know, talking about really, you know, parents and, and the fans that uh, everybody wants our job on Friday nights because mm -hmm. uh, it looks cool walking around the gym or the field, you know, you're in charge of uh, that, but Nobody wants our job uh, Saturday through Thursday, and definitely not during the summertime. Uh, you and I know how rewarding being an AD is. What are some of the, the big rewards? What are some of your favorite parts about being an athletic director? Man, I would say seeing kids and coaches at their best. Uh, you know, it almost, you know, not being a, a wimp, but it almost brings me to tears thinking about, you know, moments at Ridgeview where, I've seen the big picture. I've seen a coach come in and build a program and grind and grind and grind and get beaten down. And the next thing you know, they, the light clicks and, and they start building a championship culture of, amongst their team. And then they're making this playoff run and they beat the team they're not supposed to beat. And, uh, you know, that I, I just think seeing kids and coaches at their best is huge. And then on top of that, you know, along this, you know, echoing that, Signing day is always an unbelievable day for, for, for families. Um, but then, you know, even on a smaller scale, um, seeing student athletes just develop, you know, they come in as a freshman and they really don't know what's going on. And then as a, at Ridgeview, one of the cool things I, I had the opportunity to do was call names, the male names at graduation. And I just, it was tough sometimes, you know, you, you see these kids that develop and, and knowing that, even indirectly, you had such an impact on, on their growth and development and knowing that when they leave your campus, they're going to be a quality, uh, quality member of society is really rewarding. That's kind of the big payoff that, that we get as ADs. 
every interview we've done so far is always come back to the kids. It's great to hear. You, know, you can't be in this business if you don't care about kids. Um, we, uh, at the start of the podcast, I mentioned that you were a certified athletic administrator. And one thing we try to do is encourage all of our uh, members in the FIAAA to seek out the athletic director certification through our national organization. Just real briefly, um, share your journey to becoming uh, a CAA from you know, your first awareness of the program to the coursework, to the exam, and then maybe some future uh, plans in the area of certification. I'll tell you, I, um, I can't sing enough high praises about, about getting nationally certified. I, I can tell you, this is what I tell people. When I, when I got to Ridgeview as the AD, like my, starting my fourth year at that school, they said, John, congratulations, you're the athletic director. And they handed me the keys and they said, go get them. And that was it. That was, that was the extent of my training. And, and that's not, that's not a, at the fault of any administrators or anything like that. It's just kind of like, you know, the AD's always kind of been, you know, the extension of the admin team and, and they kind of know what they're doing. But the fact of the matter is, is, is there is so much training and information out there and, and we really need to take, take advantage of it. I'm so excited now being the, the athletic director of our county to provide professional development opportunities for our ADs that, that we have never had. Um, and, that, and that's something that we're definitely going to do in, in partnership with the NIAAA and, um, and the FIAAA. You know, we're going to take huge advantage of those opportunities. But back to the CAA situation. So uh, Russ Wombles actually came to Clay County last year and did a presentation through his other uh, business venture and had mentioned, you know, the NIAAA and getting certified and all that. So I kind of looked into it and, um, and, you know, and I think that the, you know, the initial, the initial hiccup that people might have is the cost, but let me just reassure you that it's well worth the money, totally well worth the money. The, the value of the content is, is something that is worth paying for. And, and during the COVID, uh, when, when the pandemic started, you know, as ADs, we kind of found out real quick, we had a lot of downtime when there's no athletic events. So I, I kind of turned to podcasts and, and professional development opportunities and jumped right on, started with my, uh, my CAA coursework and, um, and really used my time to do that. And, um, and then through that, I ended up taking the exam and, and getting a passing score and, and just, uh, you know, it really gives you credibility as an athletic administrator um, to continue your education. And, and for me personally, you know, now trying to get my master's in education as well. And then um, as soon as that program is done, I fully plan to, to tackle the CMAA certification. And, um, and, you know, like, like I tell our athletes all the time, at the end of the day, in life, the things that people cannot take away from you is your education. They can't take it, you know, so, so no matter where you're at, uh, I think it'll be very exciting to, to eventually say that in, in the terms of being an AD, I have a master's degree, I have a CMAA, I'm, I'm consider, considered extremely high qualified for the position. Um, and, and, and it just it helps, you know, down the road for sure. Right. Uh, again, I, I, we appreciate you uh, sharing the positive aspects. There is a cost with anything that is worthy. And right. uh, I think you've certainly shown that, uh, you know, those, the coursework and the certification progress or process um, can have a positive impact. Um, we're getting near the end and we always like to end with what we call the AD's toolbox. Now, this will be very appropriate for you. You're a new uh, county AD. 
I'm going to ask you to put together a toolbox for a brand new athletic director. You know, this is uh, you three years ago. And you only get to put three things in that toolbox. What three things uh, are going to go in your athletic director toolbox? All right, I might be cheating a little bit here, uh, but so the first thing is relationships. Uh, You've got to be able to build relationships. There's three people that you need to build relationships with immediately. Your principal, your head custodian, and your bookkeeper. You need to be best friends with these people and uh, and not from from a negative perspective, but because you are going to be in constant contact with these people, whether it's events or discipline or, you know, turning in gate fees or however your school, um, you know, run, runs the show, so to speak. Those three people you have to be in contact with. So relationships are going to be huge. Um, the second thing I'm going to tell you is, uh, um, what would you call it? A, a planner, a calendar, a scheduler. You need to be effective in time management. You are going to have so many people tugging for your attention that if you don't have a regimented schedule and or, or, and or plan, um, it's going to become overwhel- overwhelming very fast. Um, and, and I don't say that to scare you. I say that to, to hopefully motivate you to start planning. Um, one of the things I learned really fast as an, a new AD, wanting to be ultra supportive is, you know, the idea of an open door policy. And I actually got this advice from an FHSAA compliance seminar that I first went to um, the AD down at, um, I want to say it was Venice, maybe the AD, the former AD at Venice, he, he gave this uh, presentation on to new ADs. And what he said is this, it's okay to have an open door policy, but you need to schedule those times. And there's no truer words that have been spoken. You're going to, if you leave your door open, every, everybody and their brother is going to want to have a 30 minute conversation with the athletic director about, you know, local sports and everything that's going on. So that can really hinder you of being productive. So it's very important to schedule time. Coach, you know, hey, coach, I'd love to sit and meet with you. Let's schedule that time so I can respect your time and you can also respect mine. That's going to be important. So relationships, a planner, and then finally, I'm just going to be transparent. You got to have a mentor. You've got to have people that you can lean on um, that that have done it. And uh, for any new ADs, um, always feel free to reach out to me. I, I would love to share my experiences with you. I don't care if I've never met you. I, I, I can just tell you that now joining the state of Florida County AD network, um, Valerie and Tammy Talley and Dan Talbot and Doug Patterson, all these people have welcomed me with open arms being the new guy. And it's, it's very humbling. And, 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 and it's, it's just awesome to see that the, the brotherhood and sisterhood, I'll call it the family that the state of Florida has in athletic directors is unbelievable. And, and there's no, no such thing as a stupid question. And uh, it's real important to lean on people that have experience. Those would be my three tools. Again, great tools. And those individuals you mentioned, those county ADs, they're all FIAAA board members, just like you. you know, you're part of that leadership, mentorship uh, bank that we're trying to put together. Um, also, uh, we mentioned it earlier, if you're anyone listening, go to the FIAAA website. Uh, we have the Zoom presentations from our recent spring uh, virtual conference, and John's presentation on marketing and branding is a must-see, so uh, make sure and check that out. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, thank you uh, all for listening. John, thank you as well. Uh, I know we're going to be seeing each other uh, later this week at the uh, 
FIAAA annual meeting on Zoom and then uh, uh, later this uh, fall. So uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And just real quick, uh, shameless plug here. If you guys are on Twitter, you can follow me at Coach Scromolo. Uh, if you need to contact me, my email is john.scromolo at myoneclay.net, and you can see all that in the notes. Thank you, uh, John, again. And uh, thanks for listening. This is the Educational AD, and today featuring the FIAAA Insider. Everybody have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Educational AD Podcast. I want to remind you that the Zoom recording of this interview is also available on YouTube on the Educational AD channel. Thanks again for listening.